and welcome to another episode of Only One Bonus Point. We're your hosts. My name is RJ. And I'm Law. And today we are joined by an elite second in FF Scouts career Hall of Fame, 13 consecutive tops, 36K overall ranks, finished 1.2K last year, and has an average rank in the last three years of 1,147. It's Tom Stevenson, everyone. FPL Badger. Hi everyone, thanks for having me on. How's it going, man? It's a pleasure, it's an absolute pleasure. Really good. Yes, thanks for coming on, man. Law, we forgot to mention as well, he's the winner of our last Only One Bonus Point competition. The reigning and defending champion. Reigning and defending. <laughs> it, it was close, it was close at the end. I, I remember it was yeah. like a few points in it, but yeah, just about. Yeah, I think through. you were jumping back in first and second for the last few weeks with somebody yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, close. Can you just confirm for the for the listeners, the guys watching, that you got your first prize as well? You received it. Yep, I got it. Yeah, yeah. All good. You haven't spent it already, have you? <laughs> yeah, all good. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a yes. <laughs> yeah. So, Law, what are we going into today? So today we're going to have questions with Tom, and then we are going to look at our transfers that we've done this week. Yep captaincy options and what our teams look like before going into the next game week yes okay and then we might get a small little preview of the fpl badgers team or bus team should we say before it is fully decided law you've hit the wildcard haven't you yes i have i hit the wildcard button almost straight after our last podcast you hit straight away so first you're contemplating tom have you um had any thoughts of when you're going to do your wild card? Um, yeah, a few thoughts, but haven't done it yet. Yeah, so, yeah um, it's been I'm in the same tempting, point. really tempting, very <laughs> <laughs> especially with uh, the arrivals of Lukaku, Ronaldo. It's yeah. going more pressing, right? Yeah, yeah. So, one of our first questions for you is, uh, how did you get into FPL? Um, well, I think like a lot of people, I was probably in like some kind of uh work league asked to join mm. um and there was also one of my best mates so i was playing it and was always talking about it and i i was always well into my football watched a lot of football went and watched football but yeah was never playing fpl before and yeah. Mm. then yeah got into it first couple of seasons didn't really know what i was doing and <laughs> but it kind of kind of made sense with you know all the, the stuff that i was watching anyway and yeah got just got re- really into it after a few a few years and uh, yeah, definitely the last kind of five, six, seven years I've, I've been taking it quite seriously. So yeah, I, that, so, yeah. <laughs> so wait, you got thirteen consecutive top finishes in the top thirty-six k, right? Yeah. And you said you only took it seriously in the last six and seven. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess you kind of learn, don't you, the things that you're not meant to yeah. do, or that you should, you know that gives you a better chance of finishing higher. So um, definitely, the first few seasons were just a 
learning experience and yeah i make bad decisions and um yeah I'd, I'd sometimes be like top of my mini league and then wouldn't care mm. so much but yeah, yeah. so once get a bit more maverick exactly yeah once you like you start looking at the hall of fame realizing i was quite high up in that then there's a bit more of an incentive so mm. really really go for it but um that's yeah that ties into my next question is uh when did you realize that you were good at this game I mean, probably like three or four years ago, realistically. Yeah. So up until then, I think I was like, I'd, I'd occasionally look at the Hall of Fame, see that I was like mm. in 200th place or something. It's like, oh, yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad out of all these people. Yeah. But um, yeah, I wouldn't think too much of it. And then I think I had one season where it managed to bump me up to like 30th or something. And then I got wow. quite, quite in, into it, quite excited. Yeah. But, you know, who knows? If you have a bit of luck, then maybe you can... Mm go a bit higher and then yeah. last few years I, I yeah I seem to have got reasonably lucky with it all so they just landed yeah. Like in but, second yeah yeah but you know you need you definitely need there's a yeah, there's a, a good chunk of skill I think but a good chunk of luck that comes into it because mm. it doesn't matter what you, you think there's a lot of 50 50 decisions and you just gotta hope that you get some of those right and uh, mm. and then yeah put you in a good position at the end of the season but yeah, and then a lot of it obviously is just like knowing the the things not to do as much as anything. Yeah, and mm. I kind of have a, a yeah kind of list of things that I'll try to do right. But then when you're actually in the thick of it, it's quite hard to always follow those those kind of rules that you you have. And then you appreciate yeah. that from season to season things change as well. So something that worked for maybe two or three years, you might just have this slightly abnormal season, and this year it doesn't work. I don't know, like a, as an example, maybe before you were like, okay, I can go for cheap goalkeepers, that it's no point spending the big bucks on, on an expensive goalie. And then there'll be that one year yeah. where that expensive goalie just gets like 180, 190 points and just blows it all away. I mean, obviously last year we yeah. had the whole Martinez thing. Martinez. Yeah. Uh, it's just a bit crazy, really. I mean, he was absolutely amazing value at 4.5 at the start, mm -hmm. wasn't he? And um, yeah, so you, know, you, could, you could think, do you, do you pay that now? And yeah just really hard we don't really like to say that name on this podcast um, <laughs> okay it hurts me dearly it brings really us some dearly. sour emotions <laughs> right. oh, unless, unless you want to listen well, to a 10 minute rant oh, dear. No, 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 i won't do it today there's gonna be no <laughs> so tom when you're going through what you're going to decide to do do you prefer the eye test or do you prefer to look at stats yeah so um in the you know, go back a number of years. I, I really concentrate very much on the eye test, trying to watch as much football yeah. as I could. But then I started to get a little bit into the stats and a lot of the stats help you. Obviously, you can't see every game. A lot. So, you know, yeah. you can look at, you know, overall roughly what kind of positions players are taking up, how many shots they're taking, you know, things like that. But then I did start last couple of years, probably the influence of Twitter. I've only been on Twitter like yes. a year and a half. Probably, oh, really? and, and that okay. influence has probably led me to to you know at least have knowledge and understand a little bit of like you know xg xa the different models that are involved all of that kind of stuff and i have to say it does definitely point you in the right direction and so i'm yeah. not going to say i just blindly follow the stats because you know there's i think there's some things that maybe don't get picked up in the stats but yes. um at the same time i could appreciate if you if you say you're watching two games out of you know, 10 games that weekend, then surely having a, a little bit of a look at the stats and seeing it's not gonna yeah, it's not gonna, yeah. it's not gonna hurt, is it? It gives you some kind of indication yeah. of which players were having shots, having good chances, were involved in the game, what positions they took up. And yeah, so definitely the last couple of years, um, 
yeah, yeah. definitely spend a bit more time looking and, at stuff. match of the day isn't enough just to get a full take on the full game like it's just the highlights of the best bits so I get that 100 exactly yeah <laughs> uh, one thing I think me and Law suffer from is Twitter because we're about the same as you about a year and a half on Twitter yeah and you have an idea of what you want to do you look and all of a sudden you just nope can't do that I need Ugh. this guy he's got this much XG, this XA, yeah. I need him in my team. And yeah. all of a sudden, your whole team's changed. I feel like Twitter <laughs> as well, You, um, it feels like the whole world's doing something. Yes. Like not just a few thousand people. Like It literally feels like the whole world is making a certain move. Yeah. And it, it kind of persuades you in a certain direction. Yeah. Like Buendia. <laughs> I didn't bring him in, but you know what I mean? Like Everyone bought Buendia and I was like... It's a bit scary, man. <laughs> so, Tom, yeah. where's your go-to places when you're looking at stats? So I, I so I'm a member of um, Fancy Football Scout. So often I'll just go on the stats tables yeah. on there, and then yeah, I'll, I'll I'll read a lot of different things that are on Twitter, and obviously try and filter out as much as I can. But there's a lot of stuff that will come up, and some seems really useful. Sometimes yeah. there's a bias behind it. Let's be honest, and so it's yeah. trying to understand that and at least kind of taking the bits of information that you th- it feels kind of you know useful to you and your team. Um, and yeah, they're, they're the main the main things. And then in terms of like pods that I listen to, obviously your own one, but I also listen to things like Black Box and um, <laughs> yeah. and The Wire, um, Net That Hall. Yeah. There's a whole load of really good pods. There's a load of great girls. Yeah, yeah. You, you can, you know, I'm, I'm not mentioning half the names, the Double Up Pod I like with um, Heisenberg. There's a whole load, the Green Arrow. Yeah. You could list the probably 20 pods and they're all, yeah. all yes, pretty definitely. good. There's a lot of good content yeah. out there. So um, it, it, it at least helps you. Like on stuff where I haven't seen games really helps to just have someone's viewpoint on the game and, you know, other people that may have spent a bit more time um, looking at those particular games. Yeah, it's true. So do you ever have a time in the week or game week where you decide, that's it, this is my team. I'm not looking at anything else. I've made my decision or are you going right to the deadline? Yeah, I, I do not have a certain time and I definitely would not stick to that if I if I did. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say I'm pretty indecisive in a way, which is kind of good in some ways because I won't just jump on things. I'll, I'll try yeah. and take in a lot of information but it does mean sometimes I'm going right, right to the end. And it depends on the game week. It depends on what you're trying to do. It depends on what price rises and falls are happening. There's a whole host mm. of kind of inputs that you need to take on board. But generally, I'm often at the last minute trying to work out, okay, I've got some options and I've thought about those options, but I don't know which one to go for. And there's often yeah. a lot of 50-50s where you've just got to try and make the right call. And I find mm. those, that they can be quite tough. Um, but yeah. obviously, if you know that there are like if there's some kind of little transfer plan you've got going and you know players are moving in price and it's going to mess up that plan, then, yeah, certainly at the start of the season where you might be looking to try and get on board things, try and build a bit yeah. of team value, that's the time, I'd say, where you try and maybe go a bit earlier. So, yeah, that yeah, I'd sometimes consider going at the start of the week. I'd hope, obviously, there's no more games to go, but... Yeah, yeah. Try and do oh, like midweek no games. More, no, yeah, exactly. yeah, no more COVID season. Exactly, and COVID <laughs> yeah. was not not easy on me last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one point two k sounds very. Yeah. 1.2K. <laughs> I had died. Yeah. Christmas, I had nine players for some game weeks. It it wasn't particularly yeah. particularly nice. But then you like you got to kind of take it on board and like 
sometimes the players that you might have come off the bench and things, they'll just be like one or two pointers anyway. So does it make that mm. much difference? I, th- I, I try and have the kind of philosophy that the, the, try and get your kind of core team as, as good as yeah. possible and then um, try and have playing bench players. But yeah, it, it doesn't always matter. If I remember correctly, some point last season, you were in the million, million something around game week 15. Yeah. And then you just had an incredible run towards the end. Yeah, I think I, I mean, I normally start pretty bad. I think last year I was at about 3.5 million after about three or four game weeks and then I wildcarded. Mm. And that, it didn't straight away change things, but it, it allowed me to get in some kind of core players like Calvert Lewin, like Bruno Fernandes. Mm. And it helped me to build a bit of value as well. And so it meant I could got, okay. got players before they rose massively. And so I ended up by about game week 10 when Man City started having a really good run. I was able to get a really solid team. So I had like, you know, I had I think I had three premiums at the time. I had KDB and Salah. Yeah. I, had, I had Son. Um, I had Bruno. I had Grealish. <laughs> Son had four premiums D- to me. DCL, Bamford. <laughs> it was a pretty good team. Yeah. And it kind of felt like it was, yeah. other people would struggle to get to that team. And a lot of that yeah. was just because of that early wild card. And look, some years that kind of works and some years it doesn't. This yeah. year, I haven't gone early. I don't feel the need as much um but Same. but it always helps i have to say it helps to make a decisive move on the wild card when you're doing badly because if you're doing badly you're like well i've got nothing to lose i need to make it yeah, i need exactly. to do yeah, something yeah, yeah. but in this season i'm obviously i started pretty well i think i mean like 20k or something and i'm like oh i need to play it don't 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 panic don't panic just play it easy mm. so you know part of me is like am i just doing that because i've had a good start and when really maybe the right move is to wild card and get on those price rises um tom don't say that we'll see lawyers wild card i don't want to hear uh, that. That, on that, route. That, that may be the best i need route. him to go down that route it's the wrong route uh, <laughs> maybe the good route look at his smile He's so excited right now. He's like, yeah, that's it. I've made the right decision. That is a man loving, <laughs> he's loving his team, you see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he definitely is. Um, I've gone in with uh, two free transfers, which I've already made already. Wow. Um, yeah, Ronaldo. Uh, You've done Ronaldo already. Nice. Yes, I had to, man. See! <laughs> I had to. <laughs> I had to get him in, man. Um, it's understandable. Actually, you know what? Let's, let's go into our teams now, actually. Look, um, I'll start first because you got the wild card. So um, the changes I made, I brought in Ronaldo and Torres yeah. for City. So my team at the moment is looking at San- Sanchez in goal against Brentford. I've got Alexander-Arnold against Leeds. I mean, he can't go anywhere in my team. I've got Ben White <laughs> against Norwich. As Arsenal seem to have uh, Partey coming back in full training, Gabriel back in yep. full training. I think they might go back to a back three, which Ben White does look better in. Yep. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Luke Shaw, uh, Ben Rama, the man Salah, uh, Sa- Saar against Wolves, mm. Torres against Leicester, Antonio against Southampton. I still have Wilson, so I'm contemplating doing um, a minus four. I'm not too sure... Yet again, that's up until deadline. I'll decide, and then Captain Ronaldo against Newcastle at home at Old Trafford. Sounds pretty good to me. So my world card team is Sanchez in goal, White in defence with uh, Marcel and Shaw. 
in midfield, I have Gray, Jota, Salah, and Saka. And up front, Antonio, Jimenez, and Ronaldo. The Jimenez and Gray double up. I've, I've been tossing the turn between having Jimenez and Gray or DCL and Traore. Okay. Yeah. So it depends on which one I go with. to what um, you showed me earlier. I think you had Traore and mm. DCL yeah. at first, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the one I showed you. And then uh, my three on the bench at the minute is Torres, Christensen, and Livermento. I've got money in the bank as well, so I might upgrade Christensen to Rudigard just because he's nailed. I don't how know you got? Uh, how much I've got in the bank. I think he's. If you don't ask all these things, he keeps it to himself. Point, 1.5 at the minute. Yeah, he's 0. 0.5. 1. 5. 0. 0.5. 0.5 different. 1.5. Yeah. That's not bad. It's mm. not bad at all. How do you feel about it? Are you ready to lock yeah, it I'm in? Yeah, I'm happy. But my thing, the thing with the wild card is it looks quite different to a lot of people on Twitter's, whereas I've focused on the next few fixtures. Mm. And then, and I've got a team where I can easily move to tackle Chelsea's in game week seven, mm-hmm. which yeah. was the, the thinking that I went for. Yeah. Yeah, I did find it strange that a lot of the wild card teams I'm seeing, there's no Chelsea players. I'm just like, if game week seven's coming up, a lot of people are going to wild card in game week seven. And you don't have any Chelsea players in your team. Are you going to just use free transfers, or I'm not too sure how they're going to work that around. I, I guess a lot, a lot of people will drop Ronaldo down to Lukaku, won't they? They'll have I a, think a, so, a yeah. million in the yeah. bank, and as long as they've got two free, then I guess you can upgrade a defender like a, a Shaw mm. or someone. But yeah, you're right. You'd, you'd need to be planning those transfers, and that doesn't always yeah. work out perfectly. Yeah, and injury here <laughs> or there, and you're yeah, you're, yeah you're ruined. So my original wildcard had Son. And even though it's up in the air whether he'll be fit or not, I figured I'm on a wild card, so I didn't want to. Didn't see any point in risking it. Yeah. So I just, yeah. I just changed my team slightly just to sort that out. Yeah. So, guys, um, what are you guys thinking for captain options? Well, obviously, we know the main one that everyone's going to go for at the moment. You know, CR7. Um, but what other options are people looking at? Or what are you guys thinking? Are there any other uh, options? Yeah. <laughs> Newcastle. No. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure there are. I mean, that, yeah, Salah is obviously. There's an argument for Salah against Leeds because they concede a lot of goals in it. There's there's yeah. an argument for that, but yeah. And they're open. I find it. I, yeah, yeah. I find it hard to go against Ronaldo though. Yeah, everyone does. Yeah. <laughs> Ronaldo back at United, back at Old Trafford for the first time. I mean, can you really go against him? I always you, think about you, are, you. Got some cojones, man. What will hurt me more? But if I go for Ronaldo and Salah gets a haul, or if I go for Salah and Ronaldo gets a haul, I think that would just annoy me more because I knew to go for Ronaldo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, just, so, you just never know, though, do you? You could have, like, Bruno go and get a couple of goals again. Yeah, I, mean, I know. That's, that's the, the thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. With all the changes yeah. everyone's made, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, uh, yeah, like, I know. <laughs> you know. Yeah. There's not... A lot of people have dropped Bruno to get Ronaldo, so yeah. it's almost written in the stars that Bruno gets yeah, the haul. Exactly. Yeah. Who knows? Already one, one hat trick on. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I don't know. I feel like it's going to be like Portugal, but yeah, that's because Bruno Fernandes, he, he he can't say United is his because you know he has, he has to give up to Ronaldo, right? Even though Ronaldo's missed more penalties, mm. it's, it's like the whole yeah, it's like the whole number seven thing. I I had no doubt he was taking it off Cavani. Yeah, like literally ripped the shirt off his back. I had I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> it was always gonna happen. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Um, uh, I, let's go for a quick break. And then we're going to go into Tom's team that we have at the moment. And then we'll be finished there. So welcome back, everyone. We're going to go into your thoughts, Tom, on um, transfer options going into this next game week. Where's your head at? Right. Well, I, I currently have one free transfer. Yeah. Um, I, I spent one of them uh, probably, uh, was it maybe foolishly? I'm not sure, but I took out Barnes last, last week, even though before he played Norwich, I just had enough of him. Um, yeah. So where I am right now, I've got Danny Ings in my team. So he's in my buzz team right now. And obviously he's got to move on. Great fixtures that he had, delivered some returns, but now he's got some pretty nasty games coming up. Yeah, for yeah. quite a while as well. Yeah. Exactly. So he, he is going to have to go. And the obvious move here is that I take a four-point hit and I bring in Cristiano Ronaldo to captain against Newcastle, which I think yeah. is extremely uh, likely and um, would probably be the sensible move. And then I would um, downgrade, obviously, Bruno to somebody else. And I'm still a little bit unsure. So Torres is one option. Um, so I'm a little bit concerned, the fact that he started for Spain again tonight. Mm -hmm. Three international oh, games. Yeah. He's played in a row. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a rest. And the problem yeah. with someone like the, the world, the problem with Man City is as soon as they get a rest, you're like, oh, he's bound to play the next game. And, and then, yeah, yeah. But, you, but at the back of your mind, you don't know whether he's basically been dropped and Pep now doesn't yeah, like yeah. it. So then he doesn't play the next one. You play free international yeah. And then you're like, well, he's bound <laughs> to play the next one. And like, so you're mm. just going to continue. And before you know it, like five games have gone. The guy hasn't even got on the pitch and you've been having like these rubbish subs come on. So yeah, yeah. that's my concern is do I want to play that game? And if I don't, I'm thinking just bringing a player maybe like Saar who's got three or four good games that would yeah. take me up to game week seven. And while he doesn't have, you know, maybe maybe he's not going to score as many as, say, a Torres if he starts. At least you know he starts and he's the kind of yeah. main player for them and he's probably on penalties and, and they're great, great fixtures. So I'm kind of edging more that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we'll have to see. And then obviously the, the, the one other piece of, um, well, my other thought I have is, is Jota. So Jota, if Firmino's out, we still haven't got the, the length of time, but it sounds like it's at least going to be a couple of games. Yeah. Ordinarily, I'd be straight on to Jota because we know his stats are amazing. We know when yeah. he plays, he's a really good option. He'll pretty much play right up front. And so I'd really like him. I still have Simakas in my team blocking me that's exactly the problem i have and <laughs> so do i take another four point hit to get him out and mm. then i would probably prefer to just do bruno to to jota and and that is what i'd probably like to to do so they're the two kind of options but minus eight i don't know i'm, I'm almost like thinking if you want to take a minus eight do you yeah, wild, card? Wild, card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild, wild card yeah i could almost set it up but then equally i have some players in my team that i like for now, like Greenwood, that I think in three or four game weeks' time will be a bit of a problem. So yeah. I kind of want to keep them and then do it a little bit later. But um, yeah, a, a bit of a um, yeah, some some things to think about. It's pretty like that. I think Jota definitely starts the next one because didn't that um, Brazilian FA said that the all Brazilian the Brazilian players should isolate? 
Yeah, so it sounds. So they're going to miss. They're going to miss the first game. At sounds least. like it's going to be out anyway. And I yeah, and I do, yeah. and I do have Rafina in my team as well. Mm. And so oh. now it looks like he's going to miss it. But I'm kind of okay with that. I've got Soufal and I've got Ben White as well. So Ben White, I was kind of I'm in an arm between Ben White and Rafina. So it kind of makes that decision for me. I'll have if yeah. I if I don't do an extra hit though, I will have no bench. So if something happens, if some COVID incident happens, I'm in real trouble. So yeah, yeah I, I'm. I, it, it makes it. Um, it makes wildcarding seem even more tempting. Yeah. So playing devil's advocate, because I had the same problem. The reason I hadn't, I didn't bring in Yota yep. was because I still had to Simicass in my yep. team. If because of Ronaldo coming into the game, most people are taking a minus four. Yep. Most. So if you take a minus eight, would it really be that much of a problem? I think long term. Probably... Is it just the fact you don't like it? Yeah, I don't like hits. If I'm gonna do, if I'm gonna take hits early on, is when I would take them. If I'm gonna yeah. take them, I usually would like to get some kind of value out of it. Like I'm, I'm avoiding yeah. someone going down. I'm bringing in someone who's going up. Not really sure that's the case here. But, yeah. but you're right. Long term, if you look at the end of the season, is eight points gonna put you down too much? It's probably not. But yeah, it's it's still like right now you're aware that that eight points is probably like three hundred thousand places. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's you know? so big now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Law is Law is fifteen points ahead of me, um, and that's two hundred thousand places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so so it's it's very fine margins. It's weird, isn't it? Um, yeah, I'm trying to decide if I take this minus four or not. And yeah, I'm in that same business because if I don't take it and it works out, that's a huge rise for me. Yeah, if Ronaldo does what he's supposed to do. Um, but if it doesn't and everyone has an average week, then I can see a red arrow coming just because of yeah. the minus alone. Yeah. Do either of you have any fears over Ronaldo starting? No. I don't know. No, no, not anymore. Even, no. I don't either. I'm just gonna say. We've, seen, we've seen the guy in training for three days or something now. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, the guy has yeah, played. There's, there's no doubt about that. I, I, I do not see why, if a guy has trained for, for four or five days before the game, why he wouldn't start the game. And if, you're, if he's going to, if there's a game to start on, I mean, he is going to be saying to the manager, I am playing. This is Newcastle. Yeah, I am playing here. I want to get off to a good start. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. He's the new manager of Man United. That's what I'm saying. The United fans haven't realised. He's the new manager. Like, it's, it's, Ole's just going to be watching. Did you see the images of Ronaldo? Yeah, and yeah. Ole talking. Small he, wasn't, he wasn't listening to a worse thing he was saying, man. You were listening to nothing. Well, that was him saying... Cristiano, I'm thinking about starting you on the bench. And he's like, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, you could say that, but it's not happening. <laughs> uh, I'm starting, I'm taking penalties, and I'm choosing who's playing with me. Yep. Sancho's playing. <laughs> Pogba's playing. That's what he's going to be doing. Yeah. Man. I, I, I wasn't, last year, I didn't think very much of United. Um, but this year, the transfer window they've had, oh, mm. mate, it's incredible. With Varane as well, especially thinking that, you know, this game is too, is really fast at the moment. And we saw how well he played. Yeah. So, and he had Traore running nuts at him. So, yeah. And and Greenwood is just going to keep improving by the looks of it as well. I mean, yeah, honestly. Like a, oh, yeah. A proper finisher. I mean, it's going to be hard yes. to know what they do. Because in a way, Ronaldo is maybe going to take time off Greenwood that he would have had. Yeah. And like Cavani, obviously, is getting on. So Greenwood would have had a lot of opportunities up front. Where now we're going to see him like in that midfield role. And he's kind of okay there and and he'll still yeah. get some goals because let's be honest his shooting is just really good anyway but if he was like right up front i mean i just think this guy his finishing looks amazing mm. wherever he yeah. is so Both feet as well yeah just brilliant like power and accuracy and 
you just you'd love to see him just get a run of games up front and see how many goals he'd score. And that's obviously not going to happen now for no, not a, a yeah. year or two, yeah, yeah. basically. So yeah, I'm not too sure how much of a bridge Cavani burnt because you know with the whole I'm going to play for mm. my country no matter what. Mm. But given this the number seven back, maybe they're saying okay, we squashed this whole beef. We're all good. So you never know who's going to start. You don't know what's going to happen with Sancho. You don't know what's happening with Martial. Yeah. All we know is that Ronaldo's starting. Yeah. And he's still got Rashford to come back as well. And Rashford to come back. Yeah. And that yeah. and that, that that that's a danger to Greenwood then because if he is yeah, playing in midfield, Greenwood gets knocked out. Exactly. Yeah. He he'll probably he's going to play some minutes, but is he going to be yeah. like? Super it won't be the same. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So is there um to both of you guys? Is there any team that you're trying to attack? So with the best fixtures that. So, like for example, Wolves, Watford, Arsenal. I know, don't, don't Arsenal as well. We've got good fixtures. Um, <laughs> is there anyone that you're looking at trying to trying to get them in? So yeah, obviously on my wild card, I've got um I've attacked Arsenal and Wolves good few fixtures over the next couple of weeks. Um, with the idea of moving towards Chelsea game week seven. So yeah, um Wolves and Arsenal. The hopeful was my reasoning for going with Jimenez over Traore at this moment in time is because they've got better fixtures. Um, Traore's not going to have as much space to run as he did in the last few games. Mm, yeah. So my thinking is Jimenez is like right up there in terms of um, shots in the box amongst shots strikers. The so I just figured that's where they're going to get most of their opportunities. So that's why I've gone with Jimenez at the minute. Yeah. They had a really good link up before as well. Um, mm. Uh, Traore crossing into the box, Jimenez on the end of it. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they could go back to that system. What, what about you, Tom? Yeah, same thoughts, really. I mean, Wolves, their fixture run is pretty amazing. I mean, if you look mm. from game week four to 14, I mean, they've got like Watford, Brentford, Southampton, Newcastle, Villa. Uh, the, the worst team they play, the hardest team, is basically Everton. So, Everton, I, mean, yeah. I mean, it's like it's like 10 games at least there that are really, really good. I'm not. Sh- I'm not entirely sure on their players. Like Traore, yeah, almost feels. I mean, he clearly cannot hit a barn door. He, he, he just runs through all the time. It. But <laughs> so that's a problem. And I, I just wonder, like um, what you said. I, I really think that when they're playing against deep line teams, he may struggle a little bit more to create the chances. Mm. So yeah, I'm, I guess I, I'm thinking. I really like to target them, but I'm not quite sure who with. Jimenez, I'd like to see him get back into scoring. Because yeah, that's, that that's the fear. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially like see if he powers a few headers in, you'd be like, okay, he's back. And you and you yeah. get right involved. But apart from that, I'm thinking, like, do you just go for like a really boring pick like Cody or something at 4.5 and just play him like most of the time? And he, he'd probably get a few clean sheets, the odd bonus point. But it just feels a little bit uninspiring, really, given that he doesn't yeah, have a much going forward. Yeah. And then Arsenal, same kind of thing. I mean, I've got Ben, yeah, I've got Ben White, and I'm thinking, yeah, he's pretty solid. Again, pretty good for some clean sheets, but again, he's not going to get much going forward. So, but you probably need a couple of these sorts of players. You need your 4.5s because otherwise you're not going to be able to stretch to everyone. So, I think unfortunately we're going to have to pick a few of these, and why not do it with teams that have got good good fixture runs? Yeah, I like um, Lee's run after Liverpool because yeah. after that they've got Newcastle, West Ham, Watford, Southampton, Wolves, and Norwich. Yeah. Um, once Rafinha's back, it's only going to be one game week he misses, I'm assuming. Yeah. And that'll be Liverpool, and then you know once he's back. Yeah, and, know, and then and then scoring again. Exactly. Well. Do you bring in Bamford? He's only seven point nine now. He, he seems quite yeah. good value, doesn't he? Like 
if they are um, scoring as, as not you know the number of goals that they were last season as t- attacking yeah. as they as they were, then yeah. he should really be involved in a lot of stuff. And he's on penalties, I think, as well, isn't he? So he is, yeah, yeah. And if they get battered by Liverpool, I'm sure he's going to go down to seven point eight. Yeah. So yeah, there's some options out there. But again, this at least there is some sort of normality this season. The last two seasons have been a bit off. But we can still get isolations. We can still get yeah. teams being postponing games and triple game week somewhere. I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was hard work last year, wasn't it? Really, it was especially yeah, it that, was, that yeah. second wild card. It was really hard to know when to play it because you just you yeah couldn't really plan for what was going to come. Yeah, um, but Tom, you finished one point two thousand in the world. Okay, <laughs> out of eight million. <laughs> eight million, yeah. I have eight million guys. Um, but Tom, I would like to thank you so much for coming down and for your continuous support with the podcast. And Law, we've got to pass it on to everybody else. Thank you for listening and tuning in, clicking subscribe and following on the YouTube as well. Since we we finally brought our faces out, cuz we got it back in next week for game week five with our results. Yes, and some are. prizes because the competition is about to begin. Yeah, so it's, get your, your names in for the last deadline, game week five. And there's an extra special prize in there, which we'll reveal next week. It's a PS5. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you know how it goes. Um, Tom, just give them, everybody your socials again. Yeah, so um, uh, basically on, on Twitter, so uh, Badgers9, so FPL underscore Badgers9. Is where I am. Yep. Where did the badger come from? I didn't even ask. <laughs> it was uh, like a university football team, basically. Ah, okay. 20 years ago. So, cool. yep. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, Tom. Thanks absolute for having pleasure. me on. Thanks, guys. No problem. We have been your hosts. I'm Law. And my name's RJ. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll catch you on the next one. <laughs> Peace. Yeah, that was very late. Nice. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom was alright. He's just going to watch it happen. <laughs> so thanks for having us, sir. No worries, we'll guys. Catch you next time, yeah. No problem. No worries. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to beat you this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. No, I'm joking. <laughs> cut it. Cut it. <laughs>